family and friends. This is our daily meditation on 1 Peter for April 6th. I'm Darian Lockett, and during these difficult times, we're looking at this letter written by the Apostle Peter to provide us with hope in our various trials and sufferings. Today, we're going to look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. But before we begin, let's pray. Father, we thank you that your grace is greater than the moment that we face. Father, we thank you that uh, your word is given to us as a guide and as an comfort, a comfort and encouragement. Help us, Lord, to understand, um, to learn from your word, but at the same time, open our hearts that we might receive uh, your word for us this day. Give us courage, Lord. Help us to live out the gospel and live in a new way, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, Eric has already talked about um, uh, the letter introduction in chapter 1, verses 1 through 2. And he thought there about how Peter is writing to chosen exiles. Here in verse 3, we have the opening of the main body of the letter. In this first section of the letter, Peter outlines the theological identity of his readers. Because his readers have become exiles due to their elect status, they are out of place in what was their home. Because they follow Christ now, Peter must remind them who they are. So this is their new theological identity all through this part. Let me read chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. But you are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. So what are some of the ways Peter says that we have a new identity? Well, first in verses 3 to 5, Peter talks about how God has given us a new identity. In verse 3, God himself causes us to be born again into a living hope. And this hope is through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. God is the agent of new birth. He is the means. Uh, he, he is the one that gives us new birth. And the thing that he gives us new birth through is the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Therefore, the present reality of the Christian life that we experience now is established and shaped by the reality of the past. The resurrection of Jesus Christ changes everything. We are children of hope because of what God has done in Christ, not children of fear. We should live this hope in the current circumstances that we feel now, not, not be paralyzed by fear. Second, new birth has been brought uh, to us, and it makes a new reality. We, um, we're part of a new family. And therefore, we have an inheritance that cannot be destroyed by time or circumstance. The new birth is for, or the purpose of the new birth is for an inheritance. Three adjectives describe this inheritance. It's imperishable, it's undefiled, and it's unfading. All of which stresses the permanence of the inheritance over against transitoriness of our current situation. We are born into a new family where we are now full heirs of an inheritance that cannot be lost in stock market crashes or in an economic downturn. 
this, in, this inheritance is secure for us. We can't lose it. Third, and I'll say more about this tomorrow, but not only can our inheritance not be lost, but we ourselves are also being kept by God's power through faith. So he has us in his hand and he's not letting us go. I don't know about you, but the past few weeks have been a stretch for me. In a matter of a few days, my university shifted all classes online, closed its campus, sent students home, and transitioned everyone to working remotely. I've taught at university for over 15 years. Of much of my identity comes from the rhythms of the passing semesters, the class schedule, seeing students and colleagues in my office every week. With all this change in a matter of days, I've struggled to find a new normal. The plow blade of current circumstances cuts down to the deepest layer of my identity, and all this change is unsettling. However, Peter reminds me that my identity is derived ultimately not by what I do, nor where I do it, but from whose I am. I've been born again into a living hope through Jesus' resurrection, and I am part of a new family where neither crashing stock market nor shaky job market threatens my inheritance. Therefore, rather than being controlled by fear and anxiety, God gives me great hope. I am a child of hope. Rather than being stingy at the grocery store or uh, even when hospitals become overwhelmed, I know that my God has provided me with what I need. I am a child, an heir. So my identity is secure in Christ. I have hope. I have, an inter- I have an inheritance, therefore. I can love and serve courageously and live in a time and a place of exile, knowing that I'm chosen and kept by God's grace. I hope this encourages you as much as it's encouraged me. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God.